we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. 25 years ago today, back in 1994, at the age of 43, John Candy passed away from a heart attack. And on the anniversary of his passing, Ryan Reynolds, a fellow Canadian actor who loved John Candy, posted a nice little video tribute to him yesterday. A lot of people sharing that on social media, Shaw. You might have seen it. And uh, today we're going to play Factor Bullcrap in honor of John Candy's passing. Okay. John Candy edition. Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. John Candy was just a stage name. His real name was John Stevens. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? I think that's bullcrap. The last thing I want to be remembered as is an annoying blabbermouth. You know, nothing grinds my gears worse than some chowder head who doesn't know when to keep his big tramp shut. <laughs> you catch me running off of the mouth, just give me a poke in the chops. Oh, when he took his shoes off on that plane, man. John Candy was uh, his actual name. Born John Franklin Candy in Ontario, Canada on Halloween, by the way, 1950. John Stevens is John Legend's real name. John Legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, musician. Fact of bullcrap, John Candy edition. Here on The Morning Sickness. He once played a character named Barf. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? Barf? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They did some weird stuff in some of those early Canadian days. I'm going to say fact. Hoo-ah! Barf was the half-man, half-dog that he played in Spaceball, yeah. Shaw Bartholomew. <laughs> Factor bullcrap. John Candy edition. He was supposed to play Rick Moranis' character in Ghostbusters. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? I, I did hear that. That's fact, I think. Hoo-ah! Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd wrote it for him, but Rick got it instead. Bill Murray's part was supposed to be played by John Belushi. By the way, tomorrow is the 37th anniversary of John Belushi's death. So far, you're perfect on John Candy, Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. Let's see if you can complete the sweep here. Factor Bullcrap, John Candy uh, edition. The movie Uncle Buck was remade in India with different actors. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? I don't know. How would I know that? Um, (laughs) Let's say fact. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rap gnaw that thing off your face. Yes, you were right. right. It's called Uncle Bun. (laughs) It came out in 1991, two years after the original. And you can go online and Google that and do yourself a favor. Be in shock that such a thing exists. Mm -hmm. Fact to bullcrap, Shaw. Last one. See if you can finish perfect, okay? He was in more movies written or directed by John Hughes than any other actor. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? Well, he was in a lot of them, that's for sure. Uh, I'll say fact. Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. 100%, Shaw. He was in seven movies written or directed by John Hughes, including National Lampoon's Vacation, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, mm-hmm. The Great Outdoors, which is by far one of my all-time favorites. She's having a baby, Uncle Buck, Home Alone, Career Opportunities, so many other movies. He was in Splash. He was in uh, Brewster's Millions. I mean, it, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on. Who's Harry Crumb? The greatest show on earth. One of those, the know, best, the best, the best that are, of are the morning sickness. It certainly Canadian doesn't have the yeah. ethical content that I think they should have. He had a huge career and died at 43. 43 of a heart attack. 43. A lot of kind people, obviously, are taking a couple minutes out of their day to just do something nice for a complete stranger. It's been really overwhelming, and Emma's been really happy with all of it. It's really helping her, you know, stay positive through all of this treatment. I think what's awesome about 
dog owners is they have big hearts and it's simple for you to share a picture of your dog or a note about your dog with somebody and just try to cheer up their day. This is rough for us. This is tough on Emma and what we're going through. And obviously the diagnosis doesn't look good, but to know that a simple gesture from complete strangers can bring a smile to her face for just a couple minutes of their time really makes us happy. Right in the fields, Gene. Right I in know. the fields. This seven-year-old girl is from Wisconsin, by the way. Her name is Emma, and she's fa- uh, fighting a brain tumor. And uh, she uh, wanted to get, um, she loves dogs, and wanted to get some letters from, from people. Dogs. From dogs. And so people around the world, you know, we've seen this before, birthday cards and things like that. But people around the world uh, sharing it. It goes viral on social media, and people are sending her pictures and letters from their dogs. She's received over 50,000 letters so far uh, from as far away as Scotland, Venezuela, Finland, South Africa, just to name a few. Keep it coming. Um, and, and and if you haven't read the story, you can certainly do so. It's uh, on our Facebook page. Gives Again. you uh, the way to get in touch with her. And so you basically you're writing the letter from your dog's perspective. Yeah. Not Emma from you, from your dog. Diagnosed with an aggressive uh, tumor called DIPG back in January of this year, undergoing radiation at the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin in Milwaukee. DIPG or diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, a uh, type of brain tumor found in the area of the brain stem and uh, affects children. And most diagnoses occur between five and seven years of age. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, not good as she's got uh, tons of letters coming her way, though. Jeff and Tammy, her mom and dad, uh, said that she loves dogs. So what better to get than some letters from dogs? From dogs. Probably a paw print on there, yeah, you know, pictures, pictures, woof, and, woof, woof. You know. Well, and from their perspective, from the dogs. Ryan. Come on, Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. The Miami Herald decided to put together a list of the top ten hashtag Florida man <laughs> stories of all time. Of all Shaw. time, okay. There's a Wikipedia a page. List. It's a popular meme anytime. You know, I think, uh, what is it, FARC.com has been doing Florida. Sure. Uh, for a long time, and uh, you can go to the Wikipedia page. Everybody shares uh, stories about the craziness that happens in Florida. We made fun of Paul with a silent E because he's from I there. Heard from him in a while. Well, he moved back. Remember, he's not up here anymore. So, but he's probably busy moving into his new house and working and whatnot. But uh, the top ten Florida man stories of all time, according to the Miami Herald, Shaw. I bet we'll some of these. Call some of these. Some of these will remember. I know. We'll, I know you'll remember number one. I know you will. Uh, number ten on the list, and I'm not going to get too far deep into the story yeah. itself, but just kind of the headline stuff. A Florida man dressed up as a pirate got arrested for firing a musket at cars on the highway. <laughs> the musket, the pirate, the, yeah. the, the, Yarr, the Maybe he took the, the cosplay a little too far there. Uh, number nine on the list from the Miami Herald of the uh, best Florida man headlines and stories of all time. A Florida man caught pleasuring himself with a stuffed animal at Walmart. Oh, my gosh. I think we remember that one. That was a couple of years ago. Uh I'm going with this isn't the only pleasuring self on the list. Right. Yeah. I'm How not, many of those stuffed animals <laughs> have, has he pleasured with and I'm left them on the shelf? Maybe uh, wash your stuffed animals when you get home. Uh, number eight on the list of the best Florida man uh, stories of all time, Shaw. A Florida man got out of jail then immediately broke into a car in the parking lot yeah. of the jail. Mm-hmm. Didn't get very far. No. Those stories. Usually you just have a buddy waiting for you outside. Mm. Uh, number seven, a Florida man who collected flamethrowers set his house on fire. <laughs> not surprised. That's just irony. That's <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful, sweet. Uh, number six on the top ten Florida man stories of all time, according to the Miami Herald, a drugged-up Florida man got burned dancing naked in a fire, then attacked the police. Oh, I do remember that one. Yep. Was that Matthew McConaughey? No, he was just doing bongos. <laughs> got it. All right, all right, all right. Um, top ten Florida man uh, stories of all time. We're into the big stuff here now. Top five, Shaw. All right. A hangry 
Florida man bit off his girlfriend's thumb during a late night Taco Bell run. Oh my gosh! He was hangry, Shaw. Apparently, wasn't getting his uh, chalupas quick enough. Didn't get to do his pie hole fast enough, huh? Number four on the list of the top ten hashtag Florida man stories of all time, according to the Miami Herald. Now we start getting into the Gators, Shaw. This oh, is, yeah. You know, this okay. is, yep. when you start having Gators in the store, you know things are getting turned. A Florida man tied a 12-foot gator to a tree to keep as his pet. <laughs> good way to keep kids off your lawn. Yeah. Tie it to a tree. Ah, this one's good. Top 10 Florida man stories of all time. Number three on the list. A Florida man broke into a car dealership. Okay. Stole an SUV along with two TVs from the lobby. Crashed through the glass doors. Abandoned the SUV. Then told cops he didn't remember any of it. Oh, you'd think you'd remember something like that. Yeah. Number two on the list of the top 10 Florida man stories of all time. A Florida man slapped his employees with a large lizard called a bearded dragon. <laughs> Take that. This one I, I, I knew we would all remember. This one is so great. It, it really is. Uh, the, it embodies the uh, Florida man spirit. Yeah. This number one story. This is the hashtag and hashtag Florida. Yeah. A Florida man tossed a three-foot gator through the drive-thru window at Wendy. <laughs> That's right. I've got one of these handy. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get his frosty and his fries, I'm man. He wasn't it. getting it quick enough. Here's a gator for you. That's why you have a gator nearby. Yeah. Is this? Can you accept this as currency? <laughs> Maybe in Florida you can. I don't well, know. Or I'm angry, so you know what you yeah. get? A yeah. gator. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. <laughs> And I just wanted to let you know, Shaw, that tonight on A&E, the series premiere of The Toe Bro. The Toe Bro? You might want to check this out. It's a... Uh... This isn't a feet thing, is it? <laughs> what is it game, really a show what about feet? It, what gave it away, oh, Shaw? Man. T- <laughs> I just saw that nasty video you posted about somebody's mangled toenails getting clipped. I knew you wanted to see oh, that. Oh, I did. I... Not clipped. Got sawed off well, with yeah. like a Dremel tool, was, Shaw. Uh... Right up your alley. A few seconds. This guy deals with all sorts of different foot problems, oh. I believe. In one of the the video, Why is that I was, on television? The video I was because <laughs> people like you want to watch. <laughs> the one video I just watched, this woman apparently because of her safety shoes she has to wear for work, they they cause like you know how you get those that dry skin on the back of your heel, Shaw, where your mm-hmm. Achilles tendon is. Did he dump out? No, he's no one here. All right. just... Apparently, it caused so much buildup there that she got this nub back yeah. there. Like a, it looked like a huge, like like, like a wart almost. Like a a big, gi- like we're talking about a dime size uh, wart type thing, and she had to go in there and get that cut off by him. And it's uh, yeah, it's so gross. The, there's that Shaw. Why do they put that on TV? The Toe Bro tonight. Oh man, it's a, it's a series. Maybe instead it's of not, watching, it's uh, a series. Yeah, well, it's, it's gonna not, be a series, oh, Shaw. It's not just a maybe one instead time. of watching the the rock climbing documentary, you can watch some Toe Bro. You can probably find some episodes on YouTube as well, Shaw. If you want to really go deep dive on this, find out about these people and their feet. Yeah, huge, I don't even like feet. Huge pain, painful calluses and ingrown toenails. toenails are your cup of tea, aren't they, Shaw? Right Isn't up that? your alley, oh, Shaw. Yeah, I love feet. You know, yeah, right. get uh, get after it's it, so Shaw. sexy. The, yeah. the toe bro. You could maybe he's got some tips on how to deal with feet. Maybe <laughs> yeah, help. avoid them. Yeah, you know you're supposed to encounter your fears, right? To get over them, Shaw. <laughs> this isn't like climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, you know. Right. It's, you're supposed to face them head on. Yeah. Okay. You know, get over the foot, Shaw. <laughs> I can't. You see, ooh. Foot specialist who treats a range of shocking foot problems. Who shocking. patients Not come from far and wide seeking his help. That's why it's a serious shock because they're shocking problems. This guy's an expert on toes, Shaw. He's right up your alley. Cool. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content. 
that I think they should have. Red Green is coming to town again. This year, a few years ago, my wife went and saw him with her mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I dressed up as Red Green this past Halloween and worked out pretty well for me. It was popular. Yeah, people liked it. My wife liked it especially. Uh, a bit of, popular. bit of an aphrodisiac, if you will, for, for yours truly. And joining us on the phone right now is uh, Red Green. And thank you very much, sir, for uh, your your your. I guess costume. I don't. You know. I mean, like for inspiration. Inspiration. How's that, how's that so that is. worked out for me. <laughs> Better to give than receive, Brian. Well, <laughs> I, I truly appreciate that. I don't know if you're. Uh, I don't know if Jason, your manager guy, forwarded you the pictures I sent them, but I had uh, sent him some photos of me dressed up as you for Halloween, and I thought I did a pretty good job. And people around here were uh, very did, happy to did see. Did you get it. his official suspenders off his website? Of I the did. red green suspenders that you can get. Why okay. wouldn't I? Of course I did. <laughs> We'll get those pictures and we'll put them on our, our photo gallery. It'll make the other folks look great. <laughs> now the tour is coming back to town. Uh, it is called this could be the uh, could be it tour. Why is it called yeah. that? Come on now. Well, I could uh, email you my birth certificate. That would give you a clue. Uh, you know, I just uh, I'm, I'm feeling like I, I've always been good at, at uh, picking an exit and, and taking it. I, I don't want to be one of those old pathetic guys that comes out on stage and you say. Who's that guy? You know, so I'd, I'd rather go out. I'll never be on top, but I'd rather be in the middle than at the bottom. Well, I'm looking through all your shows that are listed here, the ones in uh, North America at least, and a bunch of them have already sold out. Ours, you can still buy tickets uh, by going to your website, redgreen.com, and that, of course, is on April 9th over at Viterbo University. And uh, tickets are nice and affordable, which is great, because I go see concerts all the time, and you're talking two, $300 sometimes just to get in the door. Yeah, and a lot of it is the, the fees they add on top. They'll advertise it at 100 bucks, and then you go to buy the ticket, and there's, oh, by the way, there's a little fee of $249.12. Well, by looking at your tour dates, it doesn't look like you're slowing down any. You've got full, you're somewhere every day, including here. Here on April 9th at Viterbo. Yeah, you know, I, I said to the, the promoter, I said, yeah, this is probably the last one, so let's not be shy. Let's let's go hard, and then uh, if we want to do a few more down the road, well, we won't be killing ourselves. So, and to be honest with you, Gene, I really enjoy it. It's just, it's, I have I have as good a time as the audience, and sometimes I have more fun than they do, which is <laughs> unfortunate. The other thing that I really like is, uh, you know, which is much different than going to concerts, uh, which is again what I I tend to do a lot of. Uh, you come out and you do uh, a meet and greet uh, for free after every single show, and that's uh, doesn't matter where you are, and people don't have to buy passes for that. Yeah, you know, I learned a, a long time ago who the boss was, and it's it's not it's not the guy that's in between you and your uh, audience. It's your audience, period. So uh, the, the the more chances I get to talk to them and meet them, and uh, uh, the the better it is for me. I had a young fellow say to me, he's about twenty two years old. He said, "You make me look forward to getting old," and that's probably the greatest compliment oh, I've ever had. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. your, your show obviously has been on forever. It's in reruns. You can find it online. You, what's nice is that um, not only can you buy you know nice box sets and DVDs of, of your show, but you can also watch them for free. The episodes on YouTube, which is great. Yeah, yeah. We just you know this whole thing was supposed to be a summer job in 1990, and here we are, almost 30 years later, and it's it's still out there polluting the air. Red Green on the phone with us here on the Morning Sickness. Going to be at Viterbo on April 9th. Can't wait to go to the show. And uh, meet you, and also watch the performance. Now, what do you? How do you? You're a big duct tape guy, obviously. Oh. I am too. If you can't fix something with duct tape, you're not using enough duct tape. Um, and how do you feel about new uh, products like Flex Seal? You know, I I, I mixed mixed emotions, uh, Brian, because I don't like any repair job to outlive me. 
So that's the beauty of duct tape. You know, it, you know that two or three years from now, you're going to have to tape that fender back on again. I right. like that. You know, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm still needed. Whereas flex seal, flex tape, uh, that may not happen. So I don't know. On the other hand, you know, if you're taping something important on, like, say, your arm, I'd probably go with flex seal. Yeah, usually it's uh, a little bit uh, more, you know, it's underwater. You can, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of liquids involved there, obviously, and that guy seems to have his stuff together. But uh, looking I'll forward. Tell you, I'll tell you something. I, I, I have a 1929 Oldsmobile, and the door, the inside door handle broke, just broke off, just broke in pieces and broke off. This is unbelievable. I didn't know what to do. You can't buy another one. I got some of that flex, whatever it is, glue. The glue was like a, a tube, like a tube of toothpaste, but it was like 13 bucks. But it worked. I mean, I don't know how they do it. So any there's a there's a, a free a free plug. That for, was a free uh, plug like, for them. Yeah, redgreen.com for the red suspenders. Yeah. If you want to order those or to watch uh, some episodes to to get tickets to the show that we've been talking about at Viterbo on April 9th. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Tell lies, Shaw. You tell little lies. Try not to. Common lies. Ten most common. Okay. That we tell. You know, little white lies, little fibs. No, your butt doesn't look big. Ooh. You should always tell that one, right, Chuck? That's a, that's a keeper. <laughs> that's safe. actually not. A- Keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens to you in your sleep. Okay. Ten most common lies we tell. Recent survey asking people how often they lie. I'm fine. Average person said they uh, lie 48 times a year, which seems low, extremely low. They must not have kids. <laughs> also in the survey, 30% of people said that uh, they think they're a good liar. Shaw. I remember when I was in fourth grade, I tried to tell the teacher that I went to the Red Sox game. I remember. And she's like, oh, you flew to Toronto last <laughs> night and saw them? Because I didn't put the time and the flying well, and everything together. I to be cool and I wasn't cool because I lied. Uh, ten most common lies we tell. Lying about how many people you slept with. Yeah, I have to inflate that number. <laughs> Most people, you don't have to estimate at downward. This, but. At, at this point in your life, Shaw, is anybody really asking you that? No, they're not. <laughs> no, no. But it, in theory, he would have to. The people that. who need to know that they answer are, already have the answer. Yeah, it hasn't much. changed. It's not like the number's going anywhere, yeah, Shaw. That's about right. Uh, lying about your age. Okay. Wait. Is that on there too for the driver's license? Is that the deal? This one, uh, this age, one. Age, wait. I suppose if you. Maybe if you're dating, uh, 10 most common lies we tell. Number eight says saying you already cleaned the house, even though you haven't. I did that. Like I if your husband or wife says they're on their way home and you haven't even started yet. Like, oh, I did the dishes and mm-hmm. you didn't do the dishes. And then you're scrambling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one happens a lot here in Wisconsin. Shaw, when you're drunk, admittedly uh, telling people that you're not drunk. Right. You are drunk and you know it. Oh, nope. I'm not drunk. You're not. drunk. <laughs> that made the list, huh? Number seven, yeah. I don't know. Probably because we get drunk a lot. and we. Okay, what else do we lie about? Ten most common lies we tell. Lying about why you were late to work. Number six on the list, sure. yeah. I was going to say late to, to anything. Yeah. I uh, Instead of just saying, look, I don't really want to come here, and I'm only here because you pay me money, and if I it's could not show up or be late all the time without getting reprimanded, I would do so. Uh, you can't really be that honest, though, right, Shaw? No. Ten most common lies we tell, according to this new survey, saying you're on your way when you haven't left yet. Mm-hmm. Oof. I know some of those people. Yeah. Those type B and C people who can't mm-hmm. for the life of them I'll meet you at 5 o'clock at the bar. No, mm-hmm. you know what ain't happening. Uh, that you were late because you were stuck in traffic. 
That's that seems like the same as, as number redundant. six. Number three, uh, this one I do. I do this one a lot. Uh, you're too busy to do something. I was waiting for this. Like my schedule, like, hey, you want to? Oh, nah, I can. Busy. I got something yeah. that Translation, night, I don't I, really want to hang out with you. Now that I'm older, too, and in, in my you know early 40s, I sort of I take more advantage of that. I used to just say I was kind of a yes man. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. I, you know, I'd go out, hang out, whatever, do this, do that, go places. But now I'm just sort you of like, prioritize. Eh, I'd rather <laughs> sit at home and be lazy and not be with you. Uh, two more on the uh, most common lies we tell, Shaw. Number two, that you liked a gift you didn't really like. Sure, I love it. Label maker. Right, yep. Loved it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this label maker is really oh, good. Oh, thanks. That's so nice. And uh, this one is, is strictly for women. Uh, the 10 most common lies that women tell, Shaw. We could just put this one in the women category that everything is fine. Everything started fine. with that one. Yep. How are you doing? Everything's fine. I'm Shaw, fine. It's fine. You I'm know, falling apart inside, but I'm you know tell it you. ain't fine when they say fine, Shaw. You That's know right. that that uh, is. It's just but fine. just let it go because they don't want to talk about it. It's fine. Point. Oh, they do want to talk about it, but they want to wait till they can explode on you uh, like a neutron bomb. Right. They don't yeah. want to tell you because you asked. They want you to figure it out, and if you don't, then they can explode. I'm fine, Shaw. Right, Shaw. You're fine. More. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More. 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 Uh, it is, of course, National Oreo Day, Shaw. So it's two w- chocolatey wafers with a cream and a, There's filling. a million different uh, flavors yes, now. Yes, there are. Uh, Oreo was first used for a patent on March 6th of 1912. That's why it's National Oreo Cookie Day. So factor bullcrap, Shaw. Okay. Oreo edition. Hydrox cookies look like Oreos, and people think they're knockoffs, but they've actually been around longer than Oreos. Is that fact, or is that bullcrap, Shaw? I think that company's been around a long time. I'll say fact. hoo uh, Hydrox debuted 1908, four years before Oreos arrived on the scene. So Oreos gets all the loves, but uh, Hydrox... That's because Oreos are better. They are better. Uh, Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. National uh, Oreo Cookie Day. Mm -hmm. So it's Oreo edition. According to Nabisco, the cookie part of Oreos Mm -hmm. are brown, not black. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Uh, let's say fact. Yeah, that's got to be fact. They refuse to say what color they are. On their frequently asked questions page, they say some people think they're brown, some think they're black, and they're fine with that. Okay. It's all about the cream anyway. It really is. Uh, Factor Bullcrap Shaw, Oreo edition on National Oreo Cookie Day. By weight, original Oreos are exactly 50% cream and 50% cookie. Is that Factor Bullcrap? The regular ones. By weight, original Uh, Oreos. By weight. Um, Let's say fact. Uh, more cookie than cream, which seems like that's the, why you get double like, stuff. Like the cream would weigh more because of how dense it is and how you know thin mm-hmm. and airy the cookies are. But according to one report, it's exactly seventy-one percent cookie and twenty-nine percent cream. Huh. Shaw, factor bullcrap, Oreo edition on National Oreo Cookie Day. Oreos are kosher. Is that factor bullcrap? Oh, really? Uh, okay, fact. Hoo-ah! They've been kosher since December of 1997. Before that, the cream was made with lard. They mm. changed that, and uh, now they're kosher. Last one, Shaw. Try to finish strong here. Factor bullcrap, Oreo edition. Oreos are illegal. <laughs> illegal. Okay. In China. Is that factor bullcrap? Illegal? Why would they be illegal? Um, uh, let's say fact. Uh, Other than the U.S., China buys more Oreos than any other no country. Way, 
They have some weird flavors in China, like wasabi and hot chicken wings. Ooh. Oh, wasabi Oreo. You thought that we've seen some weird flavors here in America, I shocked. mean, I like wasabi on my sushi, but I'm not eating yeah. it as a cookie treat delight. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Now, this breaking news update from News Talk 1410. WIZM. Breaking news, Shaw. Breaking news. Breaking news. I got breaking news. A recent study in the Journal of Drug and Alcohol Review found that people who don't have kids tend to drink more than people who do have kids. Really? <laughs> breaking news. That's breaking news. I thought it might be the other way around. You'd think it would These be because you need to drink, drink more because your kids are insane. But no, parents are 25% less likely to be heavy drinkers than people without kids. Because people who don't have kids have more time and less responsibility. Yeah, and more money, Big shocker. Probably, yeah. What are you doing today? Napping. Then what? Day drinking. What else? Yo, you got kid stuff to do? Oh, you got to go to a concert at the center? Good luck, fool. The divide, by the way, bigger for women, though. Dads drink almost as much as guys who don't have children. <laughs> Just do it, dads. What are you doing? Just doing their thing regardless. Day, doing, eh, whatever, you know, the wife can handle all the kid stuff. Study found that when women... Uh, or excuse me, the study found that when people with kids do drink, they're more likely to drink at home. No big surprise. Yeah. Uh, in the garage with a glass of wine after 10 o'clock when the kids are in bed. Is that usually how it works? Alleyway with big wheels, right? <laughs> Stuff like that. You're at home. You're not while, out places. While, while people who don't have kids are more likely to go to the bar. Duh. Sure. Right. And uh, one more final stat from this study about people who drink. When they, 29% of parents uh, said their kids have seen them drunk at least once. Get in the car. No, not in the Time car. Time to go home from school. Oh, jeez. No. I'm here on time. Shut up. <laughs> Breaking news. We're going through the drive-thru. What do you want? Shaw, people without kids have more free time right. and uh, less, less responsibility. responsibility. Shocking, right? <laughs> Breaking news, Shaw. Breaking news. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Been to the dentist lately? Uh, not recently. I have just a couple weeks ago, as a matter of fact. You get your teeth cleaned, or mm-hmm. you get a te- I got to get a tooth. Uh, I got a bunch of that cleaned and looked at, X-rays, all that stuff. I don't like to go to the dentist, though, Sean. Nobody really does, mm-hmm. do they? No, I don't think so. Top things you don't want to hear at your dentist? Yeah. Apparently, today is not only just Oreo Day, but it's also National Dentist Day. They might go hand in hand. Yeah. So here are some of the things you don't want to hear at the dentist, Shaw. This drill has just had a mind of its own lately. Oh gosh. Top things you don't want to hear when you're at the dentist. If you feel a nudge on your arm during the procedure, don't worry. It's just my erection. Oh. Sorry. My shirt was all unbuttoned. I just... (laughs) My shirt was untucked. I just looked at your x-rays, and you might want to start playing the lottery. Yeah, that's... Wait, what? What? I know. Old fillings got to get replaced. A crown. You got a lot of problems. I do. Top things you don't want to hear when you go to the dentist, Shaw. A couple more. Some Gorilla Glue, and voila! God. It's like I never pulled the wrong tooth. Oops. Wait a minute. What? The wrong tooth. You pulled the wrong tooth. First in your class, last in your class. Who cares? As long as you got your degree, right? Right? <laughs> right? Am I right? Am I right? Right? Uh, I have real job security because I give my patients great deals on meth. Oh. Well, you Not cool. You can't be going in the front door and going out the back door at the same time. Uh, top things you don't want to hear at the dentist. Most of my kids don't yell as loud as you do. <laughs> That's only if Steve Martin is your dentist, right? Uh, I hate that easy listening crap you hear at other dentist's office. I like Norwegian death metal. 
Oh, it's hard, it's hard. That's okay. That's not something that you'd be afraid of. I do like that dentist's but, office have stepped it up with the TVs in the ceiling. Yes. You know, you watch a little TV. I still don't understand why they talk to you. You know, like, I like the dark glasses because you know, just because you know, headphones now too. And, yep. Other things you don't want to hear at the dentist office here on the morning sickness. Gosh, I've never seen that before. <laughs> Hang on while I check YouTube. <laughs> Hey, come, come on back. in here and look at this. Have you ever seen anything like this? What do you think about that? Your mouth is going to pay for my kid's college tuition. Oof, yeah. That's not good. That's a lot of visits. Top things you don't want to hear at the dentist's office. I'm going to give you enough laughing gas. You'll think Kathy Griffin is funny. Yeah, that's okay. I like the laugh. I'd take it. I'd take that. Yeah. I'd take the laughing gas. Yeah, just like Lethal Weapon 4. Take the Just me? Right. Mind if I rewear the gloves I just used with Charlie Sheen? Yes, I do mind. Ooh. Top things you don't want to hear when you're at the dentist. Couple more. I hate using the drill on vertigo days. Oh, <laughs> the vertigo. <laughs> wow, I am dizzy. Woo. And uh, last but not least, top things you don't want to hear at the dentist. Uh, our x-ray machine is a little old. Sorry for the lip burns. Mm, this drill has a mind of its own. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they got laser drills now. Water I, like the- like crazy. You don't even need the Novocaine or any of that stuff. They just use friggin' lasers. I know. You heard about this? Yeah. I haven't seen it in action, but I've heard about it. You make a crown, like, while you wait kind of thing, with, with, in, like, over 45 minutes or something. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. It was four years ago. Anthony Tomaselli died. His two grown daughters had tried to resuscitate him until paramedics arrived. His own doctor ruled that the 85-year-old man died of natural causes due to his age and health problems. Now, though... Deputies say it was a murder. And the man's daughters actually conspired to kill him and almost got away with it until both of the women became romantically involved with the same man. Deputies uh, huh? arrested the sisters. Mary- so the two sisters both hooked up with the dude? Yes. And then they told the dude? One told, and yep, then the scheme unraveled. Oh, man. Uh, the man, after hearing their story, called police, saying that a woman he was romantically involved with confessed to planning and murdering her father along with her sister. Uh, apparently, they tried to, because of his health problems, they tried to uh, give him uh, some kind of a drug in, uh, in, in in a liquid, alcoholic beverage uh, that was spiked with sleeping pills, hoping it would kill him, uh, but it did not. He continued to live, although breathing slowly, so they then held down his arms and tried to suffocate him with a pillow. Finally, they grabbed a rag, shoved it down his throat, and pinched his nose, and their oh father my gosh. finally stopped breathing. Uh, deputies arrived. The two daughters told him at the time that their father had fallen asleep, and when they went to go check on him, he wasn't breathing, so they did CPR and called 911. These two are a couple of lookers, Oh, aren't too. they pretty they girls? Yeah, beautiful mm-hmm. young ladies. Yes, they are. Man, oh, man. And that dude's uh, hanging out with both of them. He's, do they both know about each other? I think, yeah, because the one introduced him to his, her sister. And are they? Li- is it like a polygamy thing, like they're living together? Not that I'm aware of. Ugh. <sighs> Well, kudos to that guy for telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not just, you know. Hashtag Florida. Though. Well, yeah. That is so Florida, man. That just doesn't usually come up, Brian, when you're having a relationship with two sisters that they murdered their dad. So, yeah, you got to go to the cops. Kudos to that guy for getting two sisters, though. You, they, may not, they may not be the prettiest gals in the world. And they're murderers. Well, yeah. Take what you There's get. that. Yeah, you're getting two sisters, though. Same time. Twins right, and twins. <laughs> right, Shaw? That's right. Ugh. We're allowed to do that anymore. I just did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. You heard Shaw admit that he did. I didn't <laughs> admit to it. I didn't admit nothing. Yeah. Bad news, happy music on <laughs> the morning. You just snorted. I did. That was funny. The greatest show on earth. 
the best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Mr. T cereal, Shaw. Way back in the day, Mr. T cereal. Don't remember that. Boy, the commercials in the 80s were brutal. Yeah, they were. (laughs) (laughs) Today is National Cereal Day. Apparently on this day in, let's see, 1897, Dr. John Kellogg served the world's first cornflakes to the patients at a mental hospital in Battle Creek, Michigan. Really? So I guess that's why we celebrate National Cereal Day. Here are a list of the least popular cereals, Shaw. Okay. The least popular cereals on National Cereal Day. Cream of meat. <laughs> Ew. Or some milk on that. Mm-hmm. Spoonfuls of cream of meat. Least popular cereals here on the morning sickness. Is cream of wheat even a cereal? Oh, yeah. It's a hot cereal. It's a hot, yeah. It's oatmeal, though, right? Like, no, it's it? a hot no. cereal. It's like cocoa okay. wheats. Least popular cereals, Honey Bunches of Bratwurst. <laughs> I don't know. That hey, doesn't sound wait bad. a minute. Come on. I don't know if I'm putting that in a bowl with a bunch of milk on it, though. Maybe some raspberries. <laughs> Maybe some beer. Least popular cereals, mm. Frosted Foot Fungus Flakes. Oh, why'd you have to do that? Did you see that latest video I posted on there, Shaw? Not only did you get the toenails, but you got some flakiness on, the, the, on toe, the toes. the toe doctor? Don't... Toe bro, toe show. Bro. Toe bro. <laughs> Least popular cereals, liver brand. <laughs> Anything with liver is Captain Crotch. Well, thank you. Oh, Captain Crunch. Did you hear keto crotch? Keto? How do you say that? Keto? Really, yeah, yeah. if you eat a keto diet, your crotch smells funny? You need uh. to review this conversation before we do this. this kind of stuff is what you need to do. Yeah, so if you eat too much keto. Okay, what's the next cereal? You get cereal? it in the keto aisle, Shaw. You get that keto and then you're... Nuh-uh. Then you get some... Nuh-uh. What's the next cereal? Stinky beesh. Uh, least popular cereals, Honey Bunches of Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes. Uh, golden Shower Grams. No. Trump approved. From <laughs> Russia with love. Russia. <laughs> uh, made in Chernobyl. Uh, least popular cereals here on the Morning Sickness, Avocado Toast Crunch. Well, that might be something I'd, millennials like. They're I, making avocado toast shoes. I like that? avocado and I, I like, like them on my toast too. Uh, jam, peanut butter, butter, uh, I, regular I butter. I like it. I'm I'm sorry. I fall into that category. I enjoy that, Shaw. That's cool. It's good for you. Ah, great. We're gonna have to hear about this crap from her. All you don't time have now. to hear about it. I keep everything inside. Okay, <laughs> Shaw. Yeah, for about six months, and then the explosion happened, Shaw. <laughs> when are you eating a hot vegetable sandwich? Uh, least popular cereals: Ordinary K. <laughs> nothing special about it. Oh, it killed me this morning. Just ordinary cake. I had to look at it a second time. I was like, I don't get. Oh, the right special. Thing. Okay, get it. bowl of lentils. <laughs> it's millet. This one, I don't know. I might, uh, you know, if you're ice cube and, and Friday, beerios. Better yeah. pour some water on that. Mm-hmm. Beer and some worst money. ideas. Uh, Snooky crisp. Don't want to know what that tastes like. I bet if they thought they could make a buck on it, they would, it would sell it. Uh-huh. Snooky crisp. Uh-huh. Least popular cereals. Couple more. Shaw poop loops. <laughs> <laughs> you just laugh because it has poop in right. it. Yeah, poop is always funny. Multi groin Cheerios. Oh no! Did you know that if you eat a keto diet, Shaw, then oh your crotch God. starts okay, to smell you funny. Stop it! You got to get some kind of special wipe for that. Uh, least popular cereals. Few more. Grope nuts. <laughs> is that a grape nuts? <laughs> 
Boy, those crunchy, things. But... Boy, if you're if you're on the shell on the fence about your teeth and their and, and whether or not they're going to work for you, grape nuts are a good test of that. Mm-hmm. Well, any Oof. big granola like that? Oh, I'm chewing. I'm still chewing. I'm Kale chewing. Krispies. Kale. Oh. Pass. I don't like that. Cocoa pus. Oh, that's gross. Least popular cereals on National Cereal Day. Last one, Shaw Razor Brand. <laughs> Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Yeah, I mean, it was just a blessing. The room, the board, the food, the rise, everything was free for us. I have a five-year-old son, and um, I don't know what the future holds, but I know right now, like, that's something that I wouldn't be able to do for him. I don't think that she'll ever understand how grateful we are for it, for what she did for us. I am forever grateful for Gypsy, and I don't have any idea how to pay her back, but I do put forth 100 at work. I want to, to work hard for Gypsy for what she did for me. She just enjoyed just seeing us happy. Can you imagine, Shaw, working in a company that appreciates you so much, they take you to Disney World right. with your family, and they take care of the entire bill. Right, they foot the whole thing. So what and she's not a she's not like a multi-million dollar business. She runs business. a restaurant. Yeah, she runs a restaurant in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is not that far from Disney World, so the travel cost is probably not as, not as much as if you're you know, going there from Wisconsin. But uh, to show her appreciation to her employees, the owner of a restaurant in Raleigh, not a chain of restaurants, just a restaurant in Raleigh, North Carolina, closed the place down for a few days last week and took... 20 employees, along with their families, to Disney World. Her name is Gypsy, and those are her employees there talking about how amazing it was and that they want to give 100% because she's such an amazing boss and did such a cool thing for them. And That's awesome, man. She went on the lottery? <laughs> like a small lottery? No idea, maybe, but... She paid for everything. The hotel, the tickets yep. to the Disney, Food. all of their meals while yep. they were there. Yeah. Imagine what that bill Since is. Since she wanted her employees to know how much they're appreciated. How cool is that, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Working for her, probably not very stressful, but a new list of uh, the most stressful jobs in America includes broadcasting, Shaw. Most stressful jobs, really? CareerCast, every year, a website uh, putting out a list of the most stressful jobs in America. Farmers. Uh, this year's soldier <laughs> took the top be. spot again, not surprising no, sure. there. Um, Police officer. A lot of times the threat of death, you know, when you yeah, go to, yeah. just when you go to work. Is All of that whole Firefighter, number two. Mm-hmm. Airline pilot, top. number three. Police officer, yeah. number yeah. four. Broadcaster, number five. No. Hmm. I don't get that, but I don't know. Broadcast well, event event coordinator, yeah, you're de- bridezillas. Think about bridezillas. Uh, Think about having to deal with people who are particular all the time, and they're paying a lot of money, and they want what they want, and you got to deal with them. Uh, news reporter Shaw at number uh, seven. Number eight is public relations <laughs> executive. Really <laughs> trying to get people to get PR along. person, yeah, trying to get out there and uh, in front of a bad story, maybe senior corporate executive. And then taxi driver at number 10 for uh, stressful jobs. Least stressful job this year, according to CareerCast.com, is a diagnostic medical sonographer, which is a person who does uh, ultrasounds. Okay. So uh, the rest of the least stressful jobs are compliance officer, hairstylist. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Dealing with Karens and Susans all day and their kids and being on your feet. That doesn't sound fun. Audiologist. I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's hearing. Well, I know that, but is it like the person that checks your can hearing? You hear that? Raise your hand what? every time you can hear a sound. Right. What? <laughs> University professor. I suppose when you got tenure shots, right. probably uh, you get those. Get away with whatever you want. Cool jackets with the patches on the elbows. Uh, medical records technician. Jeweler. Huh. Operations research analyst. 
Pharmacy Yeesh. tech. I don't know, man. Some pharmacy techs I know. They got to deal with people. I got gout. Give me some pills. Uh, and massage therapist. I was going to say massage right. therapist, actually. I mean, if you got stress, you got tension, you just work it out on oh. someone's back. Talk mm-hmm. to a farmer in Wisconsin right, right. now. If yeah. you want to talk about a stressful job. People were asked to rate how stressful their job is on a scale from 1 to 10. 78% of people rated their job at a 7 or higher. <laughs> so everybody's stressed. Everybody's stressed. Yeah. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.